Welcome to Israel Mosaic, Land People's Story. I am your host, Cora Tarod, and I'm coming to you from the Galilee, where my wife and I live. Thank you for joining me. On today's podcast, I'll be bringing you a special episode on Israel's Independence Day and Israel's perpetual ancient history. Israel's Beginnings The modern state of Israel just turned 75 yesterday, yet its storied history goes back to ancient biblical times, some 4,000 years ago. The prophet Ezekiel paints a beautiful picture of the birth of a people and nation and the covenant God made with Israel. His vivid words are captured in Ezekiel chapter 16, starting with verse 4. On the day of your birth, your cord was not cut, nor were you washed with water for cleansing. You were not rubbed with salt or wrapped in cloths. No one cared enough for you to do even one of these things out of compassion for you. Instead, you were thrown out into the open field because you were despised on the day of your birth. Then I passed by and saw you wallowing in your blood. And as you lay there in your blood, I said to you, Live! I made you thrive like a plant of the field. You grew up and matured and became very beautiful. I pledged myself to you, entered into a covenant with you, and you became mine, declares the Lord God. Then I bathed you with water, rinsed off your blood, and anointed you with oil. I clothed you in embroidered cloth and gave you sandals of fine leather. I wrapped you in fine linen and covered you with silk. Your fame spread among the nations on account of your beauty, for it was perfect in the splendor I bestowed on you, declares the Lord God. God for all eternity chose Israel as his special and set-apart people. We read in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verses 6 through 8, For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the peoples on the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love on you, nor chose you, because you were more in number than any of the peoples. For you were the fewest of all peoples. But because the Lord loved you and kept the oath which he swore to your forefathers, the Lord brought you out by a mighty hand, and redeemed you from the house of slavery, 
from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. The Ongoing Cycle of History What we have learned is that history does not reveal itself on a straight line, but in a circular continuum. What has transpired and taken place in the past is happening again right now. Throughout the pages of the Bible, we have witnessed the biblical pattern of Israel's history. We see this cycle of disobedience, judgment, and restoration happening over and over again throughout Israel's history. Returning to the passage in Ezekiel 16, right after God makes his covenant with Israel and adorns her with his splendor, Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 15 goes on to say, But you trusted in your own beauty, played the harlot because of your fame, and poured out your harlotry on everyone passing by who would have it. This began the cycle of Israel's diasporas, exiles, wanderings, and restorations back to God and the land. Although God's judgment is severe, the scriptures demonstrate that his judgment is his mercy, and whom the Lord loves, he disciplines as his own child. Modern Israel Over the last 75 years, the state of Israel that was born out of the ashes of the Holocaust has exceeded expectations with accomplishments that even the greatest pessimists could never have envisioned or imagined. The desert has blossomed through the innovation of water drip irrigation and modern technology has taken a quantum leap through the invention of the cell phone. Israel has fortified itself militarily through the protection of Iron Dome and David's Sling. As far as democracy is concerned, there is no other nation in the entire Middle East that offers the religious freedoms and civil liberties that Israel provides for all of its citizens. Today at 75, Israel is leading the world in a new phenomenon called bioconvergence. This is the merging of human biology and technology engineered and functioning together as a single unit. This means that biosensors will be implanted into the body to constantly monitor its organs and systems. It is also on the forefront of stealth weather modifications and climate engineering. Israel is creating lab-grown meat and artificial milk and is on the cutting edge of being the greatest startup nation in the entire world. Yet, has Israel's overarching and world-renowned success drawn the nation astray from the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Has Israel's undeniable human intelligence and military advancements made her dependent upon herself and less dependent on God? Today we see the chaos and upheaval that is taking place inside and outside of Israel, from the protest in the streets opposing the judicial overhaul to the multiple terrorist attacks and the rockets being lobbed from Iran's proxies in Gaza, Syria, and Lebanon. Is Israel on the cusp of another season of chastening? A commentary on the book of Amos shares that when troubles begin to mount up against a nation, the people should see this as a warning from God and repent 
and turn from the trajectory they are on. All of the prophets in the Hebrew Bible, through God's inspiration, spoke to Israel in terms of disobedience, judgment, and restoration. God's heart in the scriptures is always calling his people to come back to himself and be restored and healed of their wounds. A scripture verse that comes to mind is Hosea chapter 14, verse 1 and 2. Come back, O Israel, to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, Forgive all our sins and receive us graciously, that we may offer the fruit of our lips. The End of Days The Bible speaks of the time known as Jacob's Trouble in the book of Jeremiah. It is known by another name in Christian circles as the Great Tribulation. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 5 and 7 says, For this is what the Lord says, I have heard a sound of terror, of fear, and there is no peace. Woe for that day is great. There is none like it. And it is the time of Jacob's trouble. Yet he will be saved from it. Israel during the time of Jacob's trouble will sign a pact and form an alliance with the Antichrist in search of peace that will be a massive deception. Through this period, the Bible says that it will be a time like none other, yet God promises to save the remnant of Israel. Zechariah chapter 13, verses 8 and 9 say, And in all the land, declares the Lord, two-thirds will be cut off and perish, but a third will be left in it. This third I will bring through the fire. I will refine them like silver and test them like gold. They will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, they are my people, and they will say, the Lord is our God. Israel's Restoration Woven throughout the pages of the prophets of Israel is the hope of restoration. Although the nation has gone through much trauma, suffering, persecution, and devastation, The ultimate desire of God's heart is to see his people healed and made whole. Hosea chapter 6, verses 1 and 2 says, Come, let us return to the Lord, for he has torn us, but he will heal us. He has wounded us, but he will bandage us. He will revive us after two days. He will raise us up on the third day, that we may live before him. The Messiah Returns There is no greater hope and the promise for Israel than when the long-awaited Messiah comes back to Jerusalem. The desire of all of Israel from time immemorial has been to see the Son of Man come from the heavens and live on earth. From ancient times, God's people have desired God to come down and be amongst the children of Israel. Isaiah chapter 64 says in verse 1, Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains may quake at your presence. When Yeshua returns to the Mount of Olives, the mountain will experience what the prophets foretold. The prophet Zechariah tells us in chapter 14, verse 4, On that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, east of Jerusalem, and the Mount of Olives will be split in two from east to west, forming a great valley with half of the mountain moving north and half moving south. 
prayer for Israel. As Israel faces turmoil, God encourages us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and his people. I leave you with the scripture that is yet to be fulfilled, but it is one we long for. It is found in Isaiah chapter 65, verses 17 through 19. It says, See, I will create new heavens and a new earth. The former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. But be glad and rejoice forever in what I create. For I will create Jerusalem to be a delight and its people a joy. I will rejoice over Jerusalem and take delight in my people. The sound of weeping and of crying will be heard in it no more. Join me next time on Israel Mosaic, Land People's Story, when I will bring you more news from Israel. See you soon.